Hello, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffenies with your host, Take a Ironhoof. Originally, this episode was going to be part two of our previous episode. However, due to some scheduling conflicts, I've decided to bring this story to you instead. Just a quick side note, the response the podcast has received so far has been outstanding, and I'm grateful for you and every other listener. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach me on Fur Affinity at furaffinity.net slash user slash T-A-K-O-M-1-3 or on Telegram at Take a Ironhoof. For tonight's story, we'll be reading a story by Kirkaby entitled Reading is Fundamental. If you would like to read this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash one six zero five seven one nine. A few of the tags for the story are as follows: straight, dingo, panther, cock, sex, public, adult, come, and interspecies. With that, sit back, relax, and drift away with another universe of furry erotica. Reading is Fundamental by Kirkaby Sandy straightened her skirt in her seat. She shifted her weight, looking back at the clock. It was the last hour of her shift, and no one had been in for some time. She pinched the bridge of her nose, waiting for time to hurry up so she could go home. She had even already finished her closing duties. All that was left was for the last hour to pass, and she could go home. The dingo ran a paw over her face, ruffling her ruddy fur. Standing up, the librarian took a walk through the shelves. In the 335s, she found a stack that one of the volunteers must have left on a shelf. Biting back her frustration, the dingo picked up the stack and went through the stack to put them back in the shelves. She went through the 330s, shelving many books on some rather radical economic policies went over to the 430s for books on the German language. The last book led her towards the back of the library, where some of the private study rooms were. She was heading for the 176s when she heard a throat clearing coming from a study room. Sandy jumped, truly believing the library was empty. Holding onto the shelf, she had dropped the book. Her fur ruffled up. The dingo looked at her watch, seeing that it was 830 the library would be closing soon. She'd have to tell whoever that was about it. Heaving a sigh, Sandy leaned down, picking up the book she'd dropped. Did I scare you? Sandy turned around, finding herself looking up into the eyes of a panther. His dark fur looked, and his green eyes were gentle. He was wearing a buttoned-up shirt with the sleeves rolled up. His white head fur was tussled rather nicely. Sandy had to admit that it was a good look on him. She straightened her glasses and smiled at the patron. I suppose you did. It's late and I thought everyone else had gone home, she smiled. Her tail gave a light wag, trying to relax herself from the start. Well, I'm very sorry about that, miss. I guess I didn't realize it was so late. The panther pulled his phone from his pocket and saw the late hour. Oh, I guess you're trying to close, aren't you? Getting there, she smiled. 
if you have anything to check out, I can help you. Or you can go to self-checkout. I should probably find that stack I left back there. Sandy's ears dropped. Stack? Yeah, the cat grinned. I was picking up some books, and I guess I left them over by the economic section. I... He trailed off, taking a look at the book in her hand. He must have recognized the book in her hands because his ears drooped. I may have just finished shelving your books, the dingo sighed. I'm so sorry, mister. The panther extended his hand, taking the dingoes. Call me Kay, he grinned. <laughs> no one can pronounce my full name. Well, Kay, I'm Sandy. The dingo gestured to her name tag. But I can probably help you with finding your other books. I don't want to trouble you. The dingo smirked at the panther and handed the book back to him. Nonsense. Reading is fundamental, she grinned. The panther took a look at the book, and Sandy gave him a look that seemed to tell him she had noticed the title of the older book, The Ethics of Interspecies Mating. However, she didn't allow him to wallow in embarrassment as the dingo was quick to lead him through the stacks. She took him back to find them, occasionally probing him for his memory of the books in question, he couldn't always remember perfectly, but Sandy was quickly able to pry the memory loose from the patron's memory. Along the way, Sandy couldn't help but notice the peculiar choice in his reading, nor in the way his eyes seemed to go over her curves. She had to resist the urge to give a sway of her hips or tail, trying to be professional, but the somewhat suggestive ethical book, and the way he seemed to notice her, made the dingo flush with pride. Attention, applied carefully, definitely made the librarian feel appreciated. Pulling out the last book on civil rights, the dingo handed the book to the tall panther and gave him a slight grin. Thank you so much, he smiled. I'm sorry for the hassle and having to help me find all of that again. I know that must be the last thing you want to do. The dingo shrugged, some of her red hair falling onto her cheek. I enjoy being helpful. Besides, you seem to enjoy following me around, she grinned. The panther's cheeks flushed somewhat. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this isn't ethical behavior, he said, taking a half step towards her. The panther stood a head taller than the dingo, flirting with a patron. You're the one holding a book on ethics of interspecies mating and relationships, she grinned. Her breathing started to grow shallow as the panther had her back to the shelves. He put his stack of books on an empty spot but then his hands were on either side of her. She couldn't help but to shiver at the action. I am, he smiled. Call me an intrigued party, he smiled. He leaned down and took a long breath at the nape of her neck. Sandy's knees shook, her body growing stiff. She was at a loss for words, feeling the panther's breath on her neck. It was predatory, the way he honed in on her scruff breathing and pressing in closer to her shaking form. But it was the sharp pain of teeth pressing to her neck that got her to let out a wavering gasp. Her eyes went wide and she stiffened her whole body. It was such a surefire way to get her to pay attention to him. No one should be coming in as late as it is, he growled, hands going to the dingo's hips. She could feel his fingers pinching at her blouse, pulling it up from her skirt. No, no one should. We should have some privacy, she said, looking at him. 
good. The panther beamed, finally pulling away from her neck. Then I can show you an applied reading of interspecies mating. The dingo gave him a look, pushing on his chest. But the panther's hands were firm, not letting her leave his grasp. Presumptuous, she chided him, even though her tail was wagging against the shelves. Something like that. The panther smiled, leaning down and giving her lips a soft kiss. Sandy's ears perked up at the kiss. Her hands were stuck at her sides for a moment. She was surprised by the sudden kiss, but the panther held onto her with rather possessive hands. And finally, Sandy would just decided to let go. She wanted this after all. Why pretend otherwise? The dingo raised her leg up, pressing her hips forward and pushing the heel of her foot into the cat's butt. All right, cat. You want to show me something? She licked her lips, a grin on her face. I'm waiting. The panther's hips ground forward, teasing the cat's bulge against her body. She shivered, feeling him so insistently pressing against her. She bit back a moan when his teeth once again found her neck. She felt him hike her skirt up, the exposure of her thighs not even registering. She lifted her other leg up, both of them around his hips, so she could keep her warm sex against the cat's pressing issue. He grunted in her face, looking down as he worked his pants down. His fingers tugged the belt free, undid the button, and the zipper was the last step before she had the cat's dark onyx length pressed against her. Sandy looked at him, amazed at how brazen he was to do it right here. She thought maybe he would take her to a study room, but the panther's thick cock was pressed right against her. She could feel the spiny barbs along the length, and there was something cold along the underside. Piercing, she said. The panther just nodded. He worked her panties to the side, letting his leaking tip press right up against her sex. She bit her lips ears canted. Last chance to back out, he said. No condoms, no pulling out. Kay licked over her neck, and Sandy's last words before was muddled between shaking moans. Yes, take me, she said. Kay, graciously enough, decided to help his local library the best way he knew how, with an endowment. His cock slipped right between Sandy's legs, going into her warm sex. She groaned, clutching tightly at him so his cock could slip inside nice and slow. It wasn't hard for her to take it. With her legs on his butt, her back to the shells, she was completely at his mercy. He pushed in hard. Her eyes went wide and she groaned. The groan turned to a shaking moan as the cat began to slowly rut her. Kay, whether graciously or not, had Sandy right where he wanted her. Truth be told, it was where she wanted to be. But far be it from her to expect her friend from college to actually allow her boyfriend to come in and do that to her. Goodness, Sandy would need to have a talk with her dog friend about appropriate times and places for something like this. But she still loved the game. She loved the way he held her body to his, like she was at risk of falling away. His claws dug into her lower thighs, right at the cusp of her ass. Her heckles raised and she held on to him. She managed to kiss him, locking his mouth down before he could bite her again. She wasn't sure what another bite to her scruff would do to her. Her tongue moved with his, 
letting him probe her mouth and taste every morsel of her he wanted. When Kay pulled back, his face flushed and hair in his eyes, he smirked. Careful now. The transition from standing to on the floor was hardly smooth. They half fell over top of each other. Sandy's glasses were on the ground, her arms over her head. She looked at him, trying to put all of her desire into that one look, accentuated by the squeeze of her tight walls around the panther's member. The panther's hand found her wrist, sharp claws poking at her wrist, and then that wonderful, heavenly, almost cruelty of his teeth on her neck. She moaned, her whole body shaking. The dingo's legs grabbed at his hips, and she went still. She waited for him, for his order, his desire. <sighs> Take it, bitch, he growled. Sandy came immediately. Those words, the teeth, it was too much. Her body shook with pleasure, and she was milking him even as he started to rut into her. It was wonderful, and too much, and not enough, and oh, oh how pointless thinking was right then, when she had to stud to please, one to be taken by. She moaned, her body being rocked each time he slammed in. The panther showed no signs of stopping, no signs of fatigue. Sandy's mind went blank. She didn't seem to have much in the realm of cognizant thought for anything other than moaning for the panther. His cock battered her tight walls, ramming deep, almost hitting her cervix in that wonderful mix of pain and pleasure. But she was his, and it felt amazing to be his. He let go of her neck finally, and the panther was looking down at her, hard eyes narrowed in on her face. Her poor lips were being battered by the panther, and finally... He started to come, filling her, breeding her. Oh, this was exactly what she needed. It felt so good, so right, to be bred right then. It was her place, from a reproductive standpoint, of course, to be under a male as they came in her. Sandy's head rolled back, and she let out a long, satisfied moan to let him breed her. It was what she needed. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, God. She panted, holding the panther close. As his orgasm started to subside, Sandy could feel lips along the nape of her neck, over her collarbone and towards her breasts. He chuffed, nuzzling into her, and Sandy just held onto him, kissing his cheek softly. The fuck-drunk dingo pressed her lips to his cheek and smiled. I needed that, Panther, she whispered. Good. The Panther grinned, kissing her neck before going to her lips. Because Riley's out of town and told me to give you as much as you can handle. I don't suppose you've had enough, have you? Sandy licked her lips, handcuffing his cheeks so she could make sure she had his full attention. Ethics of interspecies mating, huh? Consider me supplementary reading material. And with that, we conclude our reading of Reading is Fundamental by Kirkaby. Again, if you would like to check out this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1605719. This has been 
Dinner at Ifnies with your host, Tekka Ironhoof. Good night and come again.